0: You know yeah there was flirting right yeah absolutely. before that chatting so yeah. i mean i say this only because i want people to see yeah. like it's that slow erosion right absolutely. It's it's first like
1: what do you think is no big deal
0: right a flirt
1: Exa- exactly exactly no mean, boundaries
0: skirt in the line
1: 100 yeah,
0: what are you doing to create your dream life or your best self why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle welcome to effort a podcast where i talk about the main f's in my life that have helped me in creating my best self faith family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ladine, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles. Whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right. I'm going to show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. So this one has been a long time coming because, you know, I think both my husband and I kind of struggle with like this perfection itis in that we really wanted this podcast episode to be, you know, just perfect. So welcome.
1: Mm. Thank you.
0: So I'm excited to have you on today because this is, a serious topic you know it's a uh, you know I shouldn't say excited than in serious but I guess I am excited because I know you have a lot to offer people because I know you're a change man like I I love that this is an area of our life that I don't even worry about. So this is an important topic, but it's one that's very serious. And we've always wanted to make sure that it comes across, you know, with you sharing everything. Now, we tried recording this and I made the mistake of, you know, just knowing you too well and preempting you. So today, for my audience's sake, for just you really getting the most out of Eric being here I'm really just going to ask you questions as if I don't know you so that we can make this flow and really, really help the audience because infidelity affairs, all of this is it's a very serious topic. And we know when we've shared our story, we get floods of messages from people that are struggling. Mm-hmm. So I know it's not something you set out to do. It's not something I set out to do. And it's we we were sh- shameful for a long, long time. But how did you get? to this place. How did you, and you know, we know the answer of both of us, but how'd you get here?
1: Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> you never, you don't think you're going to do that, you know, have an affair, you know, not, not to mention being raised in a Christian home, church going family. You certainly don't think you're going to go down that path. So, you know, I have to rewind all the way back to like when I was a kid. So I think, you know, it's like I said on the previous uh, podcast with um, Paul, High school, you know what I mean? That's usually when you start to have opposite sex interests. And uh, I certainly did. But it's not a time in my life where I had, you know, girlfriend experiences. So I had a prom date. I had a grad date. I had interest in both of them. They're friends of mine. So we went as friends, but it's not like I didn't like them and, you know, want to date them. Right. But so that was my high, that was my high school. And it was interesting, you know, because I had all the right, from my opinion, all the right friends in high school, that crowd. But I was always on the outside of that inside. Right. From my perspective, anyways. So this is where you're kind of assessing your acceptance and your approval among people. Right. And and therefore in this area, I'm not feeling it. Right. So this this is also what led to me getting into working out uh, young and then subsequently steroids pretty early. And um, how early I did my first cycle in high school, actually, and it was fake because nothing happened. <laughs> and uh, go figure. But, uh, you know, I, I used off and on through university. I was also really tall. Well, tall. I was six one. I graduated. <laughs> six two. Well, I say six one because I always think like six, two and up is like awkward. So I've said six, one for like my whole life, but it, I, I probably am six, two. You are. So, so anyways, I graduated high school. I was like 145 pounds at this height, six, one and a half. So I got, you know, I got into that working out and that was my, became very obsessed with bodybuilding and all this kind of stuff. And just interesting how it worked out, but it's where I parlayed my career out of, but it came from that area And and that's where I got into just, you know, the whole bodybuilding culture and taking steroids and stuff like that. I got as heavy as 250. Right. You know, so a lot of change.
0: And ultimately filling a void. Right.
1: Yeah. Because there was a positive association with being more muscular. Right. You know, so
0: so let's rewind even more from there, because I knew you were going to take me a little further back, but it does stem from a lack of, you know, value, acceptance. Even likability, all of that. But where does that come from? Where was your, you know, why do you think you needed that? Like why were you, I mean, willing to take, I mean, illegal stairway. And I say this because I've done things that, you know, we both had an affair, willing to do things that you just wouldn't do.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Well, you don't know at the time. You know, you just kind of I guess reacting to the impulses, right? Right. But uh, you know, I had my mom tried to commit suicide when I was in university. So something I learned at that point, you know, in some counseling with a pastor of mine at the time, was just how large an event that is. Right. Right. And it just brought some stuff backwards, you know what I mean? So, you know, so I have no siblings, right. opposite of you. So, um you only child. she's got family four brothers. Of, yeah, exactly. So, you know, interestingly enough, my dad's family is uh one sister, four brothers too. I know. We're,
0: we're, you know, yeah. that's
1: kind of funny. So only child, my dad uh, was a shift worker, worked for airline and, uh, but very involved, you know, in my athletics, I play baseball, I play tennis, very good at both. My mom was absent from everything. So my mom wasn't, um, you know, she's never seen me play baseball. You know, she's never seen me play tennis. I won, I represent my school. I won tournaments. You know, I was a pitcher and she's never been in attendance at anything.
0: And and keep in mind. I
1: traveled to the U S to visit a school with my dad, Nothing. mom never came to anything.
0: And it wasn't because she was working. I think that's important to tell the audience. That's what I right. was just going to say. Keep in mind. It's not like it was due to a job because when I met you and you talked about this, cause I knew you had the mother wound. We didn't know what it was called, but I knew that there was obviously some, you know, deep desire to have that approval from your mom. And I saw that. Well, she's very
1: disapproving too. So like we talked about this the other day, but my mom, She'd say, "Grow up." And this—I forgot how much I hated this. You know, I still—I still think I emotionally forget, right? You know, I just am mentally remembering, right? But oh, just to just—it was like chalkboard for totally. me, you know, disapproval. It was the ultimate in disapproval.
0: Well, and and not you know, I mean, to give some specifics here because I think it's important. I've talked a lot about on the on the podcast about being Im- immature emotionally and how my parents were. I am. Um, and was, and we're learning that, but like your mom, you know, I mean, didn't give really any of that nurture to you. It wasn't like you had that. And we point that out because it doesn't make it an excuse for anything, but it will help some people understand why, because obviously you're on autopilot for years, having these emotional affairs with people, not even knowing that this was just a symptom. So let's go back. So you're doing steroids, you get into bodybuilding, and obviously you get damn good at what you do. I think that that's important to point out because that's even a, a part of that approval, you know, attention. So mm-hmm. take me there.
1: Yeah. So I, I really loved it. I love working out. You know what I mean? I love bodybuilding. Like uh, I never competed or anything like that, but you know, I'm just tall and don't have the genetics for never felt, but you know, I loved it. Everything about it. I love nutrition. I changed my university direction you know, mid-degree right. to go into kinesiology. So I just got really interested in nutrition and training and uh, became, you know, just a bit obsessed with it. You know what I mean? It was just my thing. You are you find a passion that's fun. And I'm also having a whole bunch of direct positive relations around this. Taking juice, getting bigger, training. It's a whole new life. Exactly. It's a whole new life. Right. Not right?
0: realizing it's an armor, not realizing it's, you know, whatever.
1: Absolutely. It's an armor.
0: So, I met you on the place that I want you to, you know, this is kind of where it started. Yeah. And I know we were trying to get me to go. We'll take you full circle because I do want you to learn something from this and we'll give you some of the things that we've put into our marriage in place now. But at the time, you know, you were on the oxygen forms. Now, those of you, let me just. Paint the picture. Oxygen magazine—it's like you know, Shape magazine, like a real popular, okay. but more more for like the intermediate, you know, known. They had a forum. Now this is before social media, so you know you, we will age ourselves here. But before they had Facebook,
1: you know, like v, the V bulletin days,
0: <sighs> exactly. Where if you were really interested in something, you'd go to these places. And Eric was his name was Thunder, and he was like the guy that knew it all. I mean, I say this because I was someone that, you know, went on to these forums and he, you know, was very, I mean, it was just known around the place that you knew what you were talking about and you got a lot of praise and just, and it's all females. It's like 98% competitors that, you know, are, exactly. So, you know, so take me through that era because I mean, you obviously were this, you know, our affair was not your first. Right. And when we talk about affair, give me the definition of what you would say now is an affair versus what you said back then. Meaning like, you know, how there was like that gray area. Mm.
1: Well, I found my way there, you know, as part of just that time I was at, I went to university and, you know, you're reading the forums and all this kind of stuff. And, and then uh, I actually uh, was on a a forum back in the day that was a uh, mostly um mostly mostly guys train you know bodybuilding forum you know and uh i i ended up i can't even right now the specifics escape me on which where it was but i ended up uh, bringing a girl over to that board right and she was uh, a competitor And I had helped her and all this kind of stuff, and then through her, that's how we wound up at Oxygen. But this was the person who I had my first
0: affair with. Yes.
1: Right. So uh, started off just uh, you know you're just interacting online, right? And uh, and you were married, and and I'm I'm married at this time, and I'm even yeah to Laura. Yeah. Okay. Newly married, and so that but that was the move to Oxygen, right? And then at Oxygen, it's just you know on this forum it's uh you know i'm the main moderator there's a few of us but i'm and it's like you said female dominated board uh, and i'm and i'm there just helping honestly like this is fun for me because i get to talk about training and nutrition i i absolutely love it right i answer all the questions you know i feel important you know you know and 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 i it's not even just about that it's like it's it's fun i i have i That's a question I can answer. I like doing, I still like doing it. Right. 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 So, but there's also a lot more opportunity to talk. People then are starting to message you and asking for help or do you do this? You know what I mean? Right. And that's where really the business started too. But that also opened all these opportunities for that come from a place where I'm being elevated by women. Right. Right. Where I'm coming from a place of the exact opposite and I don't get attention, you know, and this is all this whole, this whole shift is happening and it all happens online. Right. Right. So there's so much opportunity for me to talk to people. And and then next thing, you know, these conversations, you start to get a connection and it's all started from uh, communication and writing and it starts emotional. And next thing you know, you're, you're in.
0: Right. So prior to that first, you know, like what you'd call your official, like you know, yeah. there was flirting, right? Yeah, Before that chatting stuff. Yeah. I mean, I say this only because I want people to see yeah. like, it's that slow erosion, right? Absolutely. It's, it's first like, what do you think is no big deal? Right. A flirt. Exca- exactly. I mean, no we, boundaries. Skirt in the line. hundred percent. Okay. And then you have that first, you know, time and, um, okay. So did you get caught?
1: Uh, well not, not officially, I guess is probably how I would, how I would best answer it, you know, but, um, yeah, not officially.
0: Okay. So, and, and then what? Like what happened?
1: Well, you know, I mean, this one, and I had a falling out and um, went to different places on online and um, this is where I ended up having my, my own board, you remember as well. But at the, at the time, even still, there's still the same conversations with people that are open as opportunity because, you know, it, it, the board's like a community, right? Right. And it's like a playground, you know, like you got journals and, you know, everyone, you get to know people post and share things and, and uh, online friendships are developed. And then you have one-on-one conversations and you get a little bit flirtatious. And next thing you know, you have, you, you, you're you're trapped. You have feelings. It's emotional connection. Right. Right there.
0: And I think that's. I've had
1: that, and I've had that, you know, Many times on, you know, I've had that a lot of times.
0: Right. And I think that's important to, you know, point out is, you know, I mean, because I even said it to myself was it's not that big of a deal because we were just having communication. But it's like having the filter of would I want my husband at the time? I was just
1: thinking the exact same thing.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I'm like, yeah, I would be really upset if you were doing that kind of stuff.
0: You know exactly. I mean? like, yeah. Exactly. So I think that that's a great filter to ask yourself: is Would you be willing to hand over your phone? Because you and I, in this day and age, like that's. I mean, how often do I? You'll tell me, take my phone, text this. I'll say to you, Hey, yeah, you, you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. I wasn't like that. Oh my gosh, I like slept with mine under my pillows as well. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know. With it being emotional, that's kind of that slippery slope is because, you know, for you and I, I know that you filled a void for me. I was.
1: Well, you get it. And at that point, I'm still this is where, you know, this is a justification because you're not thinking about the, anybody else. It is very selfish, egocentric. That's really all you're doing is your thing. Totally. Right. Without any care for anything else in the world.
0: And you're in such denial because. you know, And you're
1: not. And I'm, you're also justifying because you're just talking online. You're not in person. You're not. There's no physical. Can you know what I mean in those particular situations? Opportunities obviously presented themselves. Right. You know. But but. it's
0: important because you said this in the last in the other episode, and this is by the way on Operation Dichotomy, and I'll have it in the show notes. But you know, you said. Um, that you know, unlike the reputation people thought you were, oh, yeah. and you weren't, you were very inexperienced. Yeah,
1: people, I mean, people thought I was flying around the country just having sex with clients.
0: When really, and I, mean, and, I
1: and I've been with, uh, you know, you, Laura, and then one other person who I lost my virginity to. And you call over it your ten half. seconds? I call it a half. You know, this is ten seconds in the back of a van. Right. That's
0: it. So it doesn't take a this highly sexually From, active well that,
1: person. Well, keep in mind, I, that's like, you know, intercourse, having sex with someone. Right. So I had these other situations, you know, like where I wasn't just all always online.
0: Right. Couple physical, but yeah, never.
1: Exactly. But all, not, but not like. All yeah, the way. Exactly. Right. And I, you know, and I'm like, well, didn't do
0: that. Exactly.
1: You, you didn't do that. We were ranking our sins. Yeah. You're ranking. Well, it's not, you know. You go all the way. So you didn't cross the line totally. And meanwhile, you've crossed 500 lines already.
0: Exactly. So in the meantime, you know, let's, because obviously we didn't have boundaries in our marriage, you know, we were in denial somewhat about getting caught. I mean, you know, let's kind of. In hindsight, it's like, holy cow. Like, let's fast forward. I mean, at this point we had serious feelings. You know, we're really trying to cope with almost like compartmentalizing it. And, um, you know, obviously there's serious feelings on your part, you know, this is where I think most people don't understand. I mean, you know, you're never getting out of this in a positive way.
1: No, no. And I felt that before too. I'm like, you know, you're so deep that like, what, what do you do? Right. Like there's, there's trouble. There's trouble either
0: way. Right. So take me to that day, because it's always nice to hear your perspective. So, you know, you live up here in Canada, and I'm down in Virginia Beach, go listen to episode, you know, my episode where you hear me talk about this. So I contact you. And I tell you that I've taken a pregnancy test, and that it's positive. So you know, this is before iPhones, smartphones, we had like, I had a razor and a palm trio that like, I didn't, it's not like we had a lot of texting. So I had to call you and, um, you know, you, you hung up. So take me through like your thought process at that point.
1: Oh, I remember that because I had an appointment with my chiropractor.
0: Did you cancel it? No. Oh, you went.
1: And well, I went to the liquor store after that. <laughs> right. But, um, <clears throat> it's funny, you know, because wasn't it like that morning or a morning prior we talked on the phone and you had like some morning sickness nausea. and I had a way, I had a wave of a thought that went a wave of fear. Right. That went through me on one of those days.
0: And, and I didn't, you know, like that's the crazy thing is I, it, this one really was a, you know, I mean, one, I was told I couldn't have kids really, we'd already struggled. And, you know, two just, again, not thinking about it. So, you know, you'd told me that day that you'd had a wave of it, but
1: well, I was downstairs in my gym at the time, you told me, and I'm like, oh, you know, and I uh, yeah, went out, went to my appointment. I, I might have canceled it. I don't remember. I do remember going to the liquor store, obviously, and I obviously right. drank, got drunk that night, but, but just because you're like, okay, hey, now what? It's right. nothing, nothing more than like overwhelm. I don't know what, what is happening now. Right. It's like anytime you want to check out, I can't deal.
0: But luckily, I think for you and I, I mean, you especially, I mean, this is where God came through for us and kind of just, you know, pushed in you some, some positive words to say to me, because at that point I had my influence Mm -hmm. over here that was encouraging Mm -hmm. me to go and have an abortion. I Mm -hmm. mean, and just really like, Amy, this is going to ruin your current family. And you know, I mean, I had 15, you know, at the end of this, it was 15 years in. You were several years into mm-hmm. your marriage and we had a lot to lose. We both came from families that we knew that, I mean, we we're fearing even what they were going to think. Like, mm-hmm. I know I was.
1: Oh, my gosh. Remember my my family overseas? Oh, my gosh. I yeah. didn't say anything. I hid it for months. Months.
0: months. Exactly. So oh, the shame. shame. Yeah, the shame was, you know, massive. And, it, and it's in, and, you know, it's it's already there underlying through the entire you know, we didn't know it because you're kind of on autopilot and you're hiding this part. We'd never exposed like the mother wound or things. So you're just like-
1: yeah, You lit- don't know any of this you know, stuff until after the fact.
0: It's, it's not until after when we-
1: Was that you live life and forward, you understand it in reverse? Told exactly. Us that.
0: <laughs> so it wasn't until just a few years ago when we really had like our midlife crisis that we realized all of these things that it was like, you know, from childhood and it stems there. But so obviously, you know, you, I mean, that night you said some really- great things, which was, listen, we can't cover a mistake with a mistake. And I needed that, you know, because obviously maybe going to make some mistakes here. And, you know, it's not like you wanted to obviously face it, but in that time, and I know you've said, you're like, listen, I could, this, this was God definitely helping me through Mm. this because you just want to hide right under you know, and we, and you were well known. So, I mean, people knew me with you in terms of like, I had a blog on your website and people knew we were really good friends, our families, but I you already were, had a history. You, you'd had a history and was, you're, you're well known online. Like, I mean, we, you're, that's what I mean. LBC was exploding. No, but I mean, business wise, oh, yeah. you were exploding. Yeah. And add to it that history that I know that you were really fearing, you mm-hmm. know, cause it's like, you don't want people to, it's, it, you know, I wish we could express to people how much of a dark time, you know, like right now I can look at you and smile and say, you know, Oh, I love you so much. But in that time, when you think your life is over, you really do think I'm, I I didn't even know how I'd get over this.
1: Well, yeah. And you're still, you know, your business is online. So you're operating with your best, your best version, your best stuff online, as much as you can. People are, you know, you have the outward illusion that you're, you're crushing it. Everything's going well. Meanwhile, you're to yourself, you're, you're barely surviving. You know, that's was my, that was my whole chapter of serious drinking issues, you know, and uh, just life just falling apart. You know what I mean? Coping
0: in any way. And then on the outside, still trying to keep your business. Exactly. So people on the outside thought that we were okay and just doing fine.
1: Oh yeah. just had, you know, no worse for wear. And it's like, man, if you only knew what kind of, condemnation we live in right you know I mean even you know even during our time we had drinking so that we could compartmentalize ourselves yeah we knew better it's not like we didn't we you know it's not like you're walking around not living in guilt you feel like a piece of crap a lot of the time when you're everyone you know everyone has their time of self-reflection you don't have to be a, a saint to know that this kind of stuff is very wrong
0: right And being a Christian gives you no protection. I think that's Mm, important too. (laughs) You know, like I don't think awareness. I love when people are like, "Well, and you're a Christian." Well, Mm. obviously, you know, we but we all in life know that when you get married, you have these, you know, uh, you know, commitments to each other. So it doesn't matter if you're Christian or not. We all know once you make that commitment, you're married, and outside of that, it's just not something you do. So you know, after that, so we you know tell our spouses, but. For you, a unique thing was you were known publicly online and people knew about this. Now, the way that people found out publicly was, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but someone locally saw me out publicly and I was like six months pregnant. So we'd been keeping it quiet online mm-hmm. because our families, we decided to tell them on the same night and, um, someone came in online on your forum, you know, on the LBC forum and said, Amy, it was so great to see you. I can't believe you're six months pregnant. Like, why have you not said anything in your journal here? So at that point, you, I mean, you did take the ownership. I got to give it to you at that point because, you know, shit was hitting the fans. Excuse my language, but it was. And you actually made a post. Remember, you took the ownership and took a lot of heat because there was the history, but you were like, I mean, you did from that moment of I'm not going to make a mistake with another mistake. If there was one area in your life that you really did commit to that right then, it was then because you were like, I'm going to own this and come out and do that. Hmm. What was that like to get the backlash? What did that feel like in that time? Oh, that post.
1: I remember that post. (laughs) Um, Which you
0: didn't owe anybody anything, but, you know, you did it.
1: You know, it was, yeah, and it wasn't really about owing. It was more the fact that, you know, you're, a lot of your life is online anyway, because you're, you're working online and now there's going to be changes that are going to be occurring that, you know, we're just trying to, an explanation is going to be required at some point anyway. Right. Right. So, but, you know, I remember, um, writing and editing and, you know, you wanted to, you know, you just... And being nervous the whole time. But uh, it's one of these just things you just had to lean into, right? And posted it. And, uh, you know, I, I can't remember. I mean, it wasn't, I don't know if most of it was negative, but there was there was some hard hitters there. You know what I mean? But
0: some, but you know, but a lot of people, people that respected.
1: W- w- that said, hey, good for you for such and such or something like that. Best, best wishes for you guys or whatever. You know what I mean? Or I don't know. I don't remember if that was the comment, but it was. Um, I don't, it, whatever, you know what I mean? I was just like, it was like when I, it was like when I sent the message to my uh, various family members in Sweden about it, you know, and I was nervous about that too. And I got such a fantastic response from them, but it was just like, okay, it's it's like, okay, that's off.
0: And that's felt just great. it. And even and, if it would have been And from that point
1: negative. on, taking the ownership of it, it was like, all right, now it's mine. Now we, now this is off. It's like you take your power, you know, or maybe that's not the right way of saying it, but you, you just- it's your, your ownership. And, and there's, you know, especially because we were, well, not, I'm speaking for myself, hiding. I was hiding. I was, I was shame, such and such. And now I'm not. Right. I'm not anymore. Right. You know what I mean? like but,
0: And you do take your power back. I mean, we, we, we did, you know, that was the one pot that was a positive thing. And even just sharing it years later, I mean, one, I think it's important that it's much easier to share because we're just not those people anymore. Mm. I mean, we do have moments still, <laughs> to this day where we've cried over it. We've had emotional breakdowns where we've really hurt our mm-hmm. exes. And I think that's important to, you know, point out. So, so obviously at this point you're, you're stuck like in, in between two women. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I want to take, you know, us back down this path, um, you know, because you don't want to hurt Laura. And I think this is the thing that people also, they think that it's like just we're callously like making decisions. I mean, one, we realized really quick that, I mean, the grass isn't always greener on the other side because you've got now blending the potential of.
1: There's so many, there's so much dynamic, right? There's I mean- so much dynamic and ours and add into the fact that we have a country move.
0: Right. So talk me through that. Cause act like I know nothing. Okay. So, you know, you, you're having this affair with me and.
1: Well, um, you I mean post post sharing that yep. we were, We've that talked- you were, pregnant
0: yeah how did laura let's start there then how oh, did laura such a take it?
1: um brutal you know
0: and she and, kind of
1: well you know suspected. i think uh, well you know we when you and i have had this kind of face palm moment you know a handful <laughs> you know of times mean. we're like man wh- what what were we thinking <laughs> we to went not, to not like to not like think that we were i mean Mm -hmm. uh i i feel you just feel bad like even that you're just like man you know tough you know like we say hey we it's worked out you know but you can't
0: it wouldn't work out for other people (laughs) like this and that's why you just
1: you know you 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 can't you you can't be i'm trying to you find the balance and hey i'm thankful for where we are but i have regret that such and such you know
0: absolutely and
1: i'm just I, i i i regret you know just the pain and stuff like that You know, but um, yeah, we were. It's just funny when you look back and you just think, man, like it was just. You think it's obvious in hindsight because of your own self now and the boundaries you have up in your own marriage now.
0: That's just it. Like if you, there's just non-negotiables
1: now. You just there's just certain things that are just not ever gonna happen. Right. There's situations that aren't possible.
0: You're not going to to a football game with my best friend Elena. Exactly. (laughs) So things like that. So. Obviously, Laura took a hard, but you, you know, being a Christian, not believing in diso- right. d- divorce.
1: So this was, um, you know, there's a process time for that. And then it was really more a matter of like, now what? Right. Like, you know, that's probably where, where it was in that sense of like where she was feeling, you know, I mean, or, or everything is just there. Right. So it's not like the next day we're following right. for divorce, exactly. you know, and we had, cause we still had that, this, uh, I'm going to say this christian identity around divorce yes and feeling like oh so we both had counsel um we we're getting counsel on this kind of stuff and this is where it came to you know summarizing the entire thing down was you know if your spouses can accept the consequences of your mistakes your sin then you'd need to work on your marriage right right and that's because they're willing to accept that and therefore you this is where you need to be and you need to try. And that's where, you know, that's, Both that's of us. exactly. And that's, and, uh, I think, you know, for myself, you know, we did it, but it's not like, I mean, I'm in love with you hardcore. Right. So I'm, I'm not wanting
0: right the if person, if honest. I'm being
1: honest to say they can accept the consequence. I mean, I, I want to, it's a terror. Right. Right. And, um,
0: and having a kid involved and too. you have
1: a long-term connection. You know you you never you have a lifelong connection actually and 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 in addition a logistically challenging one right right we live in different countries yes we would have uh that whole how do you do that with travel you know and then what do i travel by myself to go frequently down and see uh her um does uh laura come with me each time how does that work with having jobs like and these are just and, and not that this is the prime thing but these are just one extra thing of the logistics so how does this you know whatever and it's just overwhelming and ultimately i don't remember what kevin where kevin was with it but eventually comes to the point like no can't we can't right and uh and that's where you know
0: and that was that you know um and that was really close to almost like that I took mean, time. Yeah, exactly. This is like an entire pregnancy, really, when you think about it, because even when you were coming down for the ultrasound at that point, I mean, she was very clear that she wanted. To work and it's hard it. because,
1: you know, if you think about it, you know, even even uh, like if, with travel during it, there's just it's just painful. It's oh. emotions. You know, I remember just there's just tension. Right. And. Because they know and,
0: where you are together, because and, and
1: you're and you have your own feelings of just feeling guilt, and you know it, it's it's you got you got part of you is here, and you know in terms of your emotion of you a the guilt feeling, and you're also here, but you're and you're having your what you yeah. want. Well, right? because you're but not a dick. No, like you like actually, care. well, that's just it. I think you know a lot of times people just think you just like like that assumption. You just guys is gallivanting around and just you know. You know <laughs> everything that moves right totally. it's not just absolutely not the case at all no
0: instead and, it
1: was- it's 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 completely it's completely you know i i don't want to say the word you know un accidental or un or even use unintentional, but you're not trying to you're not trying to do you're not trying to get no. in trouble do anything wrong. it's like you're selfish and careless
0: yeah you're so damn selfish you're not thinking about your spouse like it is not about you at all
1: or it's all about. Well, it's not about the spouse. It's exactly all about, That's what I'm like saying. It's said, not yeah. about you, exactly. meaning
0: spouse. It's not about you not, at all. At zero. Do not take this as being you, because yeah. you know females internalize that, right? Well, and males.
1: It's like we've said. It's a symptom. You know what I mean? Especially look at my case. I'm just. I'm look. I try to fill this. You can never fill the void. My void so so full that I'm going one's not a, one two conversations whatever. It's all positive. It's all right. not realized. Next thing you know, there's consequences to all of that.
0: Right. So someone you know, listening here is like, oh, okay, so if the symptom is the bigger problem, you know, Mr. Eric Ladine, then what made things change for you? Because, you know, Amy's sitting here saying that, you know, I don't even worry about that anymore. I know that that's not an area that you need anymore. So what what changed for you to, um, you know, because I, I heard you on Operation Dichotomy, like, that's just not something you seek out anymore. I mean, you have boundaries in your life, but I've heard you say, like, I just won't do that again. But why? What is got done in your life what what's changed for you that makes you you know because people say once a cheater always a cheater i mean this is why we were on operation dichotomy what makes you different
1: well um now you're making me think what i said on that on that show but you know you know we know i, well, I learned we learned after the fact that you know person who commits adultery or cheats, th- their issue is an issue with themselves. They have no self-respect, no self-value, no yes. self-love, no self-acceptance, no yes. nothing. And it's all about doing whatever you can, you know, it's like a subconscious pull.
0: Yes. Pull. Say it one more time. Pull. It's all about
1: yourself. It's me. Yes. It's my, it, it's just me. And it's just, it's just my own, ugh. Right. Where, you know, you, there's no self-respect at all. There's just you, you're not because you, who would do that if exactly. you did have any? Right. You just wouldn't.
0: So you had to learn to love yourself.
1: Yeah. You know, and I also one of the things to to bring God into it that helped me was understanding or or having the realization that, you know, Because we had, we had our, our, our moment that we'll always remember here in our office where we had this, this God moment where we're just boom. Right. We had an experience, but, but I also had realized around the time was, you know, there's nothing that I ever did or will do that came as a shock to God. Exactly. No surprises. Never did God not know all this nonsense was going to happen in my life. And he still, and he Shows me anyway, exactly, and I know where I am today. I know that I know that I know that I know where I am and in, in my relationship with God. And if I was to die tomorrow, I know where I'd go with hundred percent certainty. And um, and that's anyway, right? That's he. That's in spite of all that, I was. He you knew anyway. It's not right. surprise, and I'm still. I'm still. Right.
0: He he feels the void.
1: Exactly. He, my, I am accepted just for this. And when, and especially when you realize it's through your crap, you have to have your, everyone's got their crap. Everyone's got their own version of shame and condemnation and hiding secrets. Right. Right. And when you have that kind of, kind of uh, I guess it's more of an emotional experience where, or a realization for yourself that that's, for me, it was, for me, it was a logical understanding first that, well, you know, nothing is a surprise for God. He knows the past, he knows the future. Therefore, this is no surprise to God. Holy, holy cow. That that wow, that's and, so freeing.
0: Exactly. And because I because also
1: me. and I know that I, I I know my own heart. I know that I'm I know, I just know. I know what repentance is in I I I feel it and I just know. And I know when I've prayed, I know the the regret I felt, I've known all of it and I know it's real. So when I pray to God and I ask for forgiveness, it was a real request right and and i know what the bible says you know and uh i i i accept that and therefore and i he doesn't even remember it it's forgotten exactly it sets me free so i know i don't have to hold that anymore i'm i'm different i'm different exactly. it's like it's like do you remember do you remember watching that uh the dorian yates um, whatever the video. And he's like, you know, he's now like a yoga guy and he's doing all this kind of stuff and he's just not big anymore. And he's like, well, the bo- people ask him what his body was. That's not me anymore. Right. That was then. Exactly. I'm okay with that. I'm just, it's two different people. I'm not the same person.
0: And I think that's why we've been able to, for lack of a better word, judge our character back then and be okay with even talking about it, because we know we know, we know, we know, we're not those people.
1: I can judge him all day long, just like it. He, like he was as well, Exactly, you know, and, uh, deservingly. So,
0: so, you know, kind of wrapping up what you just said there, just so that they're clear. So obviously, you know, using God as that, you know, your primary source of security, love, acceptance, you know, got you to a place because, you know, people have asked me, how did you guys survive this? Because you basically started a marriage based on, lies, you know, you, you, you had cheating and stuff. And I've said the same thing that you kind of said here was, I mean, one, we're not the same people because we did have a rocky couple of years at the beginning, not really, not due to those trust issues, but it was just the history of just dishonesty, I guess, or, or our own lack of just
1: Just because you're in love doesn't mean all your, all the crap that you, you know, got you into stuff just breaks off. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you have to navigate new life and just, it's a whole new chapter, right? Exactly. You know? Exactly.
0: You know, so let's talk a little bit about the coping mechanisms. Cause we talked a little bit about that during that time, because that was something that, you know, I think people have reached out to both of us and, you know, I mean, that's where, you know, this is, and, and this is where it has, it then becomes a secondary problem, right? Because not only are we dealing with then the the affair itself but we're coping because we're trying to numb ourselves you know I mean I know for me I mean you and I both were not drinkers before that
1: oh no I didn't know I you know what my uh I never drank as a growing up I didn't drink into my even to my 20s I don't think I drank I didn't start my first drink was once I was having making these bad decisions that's it started as a coping thing for me never social before that right
0: right Right. same yeah. with me same yeah. it was more of like the, the I hate liquid the stuff courage. i know i know it sucks it's like liquid courage right during those mm-hmm. times again people thinking that you know you're um you know living it up and Mm-mm. and not caring when i can't even tell you how many times they're it
1: all coping distraction <sighs> things to keep you thinking things are normal
0: and and you're you know that the I guess I guess it's a self-preservation mechanism is it's like you and I every time we'd have this like moment of like of we're, gonna, we're not going to do this again. Like we are going, you know, cause we knew that it was wrong and we'd, we'd say that and, and mean it. It's not like we didn't mean it and we'd really want to, but this is where it comes into like having boundaries. Okay. So cause we obviously <laughs> want to teach something here. We tell our story. You talk about your side. This is multiple times, you know what had happened, but our marriage now is completely different. And you know, we've been able to talk about the past, like, I mean, going to a football game with each other. So it's important to have boundaries and, you know, we've both been pretty bold with other people. That's where
1: Leilani was conceived.
0: (laughs) At the NFL, yes. So, you know, what are some of the things that you would say to another guy friend of yours that's like, hey, you know, I've been chatting with someone. Honestly,
1: you can't have single friends of the opposite sex, in my opinion.
0: And why is that? What's the point?
1: Why do you, I, I, I just don't, I just think, you know, and it's not to say that you're you're automatically but, but your environment's stronger than your willpower, you know, why why bother? Like, I mean the, I mean I just don't see the point, you know, in the, in that in that relationship. One, especially for me, you know what I mean? Like I can talk, you know, and, and even if it wasn't a slippery slope, I think it's just important to have to have those boundaries. You you can have a couple's relationships. You know what I mean? Like you're at a different, it's a different type of life anyway. You know, you're married versus you're single, you know, I'm not saying that for single people. I'm saying that for married people. It would just be, I don't know. And and as a guy, guys, you know, I'm not going to speak for all guys, but, um, I don't know. There's just certain things I think you shouldn't be sharing, you know, with members of the opposite sex that should be just in your marriage. Agreed. I don't know. I'm not, maybe I'm not answering it right, but I just think there's nothing. Well, I can't say there's nothing positive. I just think there's, it's just unnecessary. I'm not missing anything.
0: Right, exactly. I'm not missing anything. What can't I get from my other same-sex, fr- you know, my, my my guy friends? Why can't I get that from them? Or you,
1: you're my friend. You know right. what I mean? exactly. Like, like we
0: are. I, You know, just I just married. meant if you're seeing it yeah. as a friendship thing, you don't that that's like, a, that's actually just like something you're telling yourself. You can have friend. you don't need to have that friendship, you know, right? Um,
1: I think it's just, uh, I think it just makes sure that you're protecting your marriage on purpose with intention, regardless of your, you know, whether you believe or not, it could possibly happen on purpose. I protect, you just have a boundary. Right. It's smart.
0: Right. So obviously having boundaries, what about, you know, what is, what are your feelings on like therapy and counseling? Do you think people should get counseling? Do you encourage that?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I would be the, uh, you know, I can't say anything but positive, not because I've had tons of experience of myself, but I know you have and I've watched you change. But I used to I used to think, you know, like I have had some in the past, you know, but I used to think that it was weakness. Figure it out yourself as opposed to now realizing that that's weakness is trying to figure it out yourself.
0: Exactly. And
1: the strength is having the courage to realize that you need help and to then be willing to be vulnerable enough to get it.
0: Yes. And I think having a serious conversation with your spouse, like I I had written some show notes that I thought one of the tips we would give is like taking a marriage course, because we took this marriage course that we met newlyweds that were there. And I thought, man, if we would have done this at the beginning of even like the former marriage. So like, if you're listening now and you've never done something like that, you're really missing out because we found out core wounds, our biggest fears in life were really one of mine
1: was yeah they and it was really powerful because you know you're doing an exercise and they have uh you know something that you're identifying with and then they're 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 describing it and you're like wow that's a thing and then they they explain the application of it to your relationship and you know what i mean so and they're great like you know recharge the battery courses too they come up you just do them. Well, they're because you fun. have to you
0: have to see your marriage is like I mean, it is a skill that you can like having a successful marriage is like a skill you can actually get better at because you can really work at it and I think that's the mistake that you know I know I made is not seeing that until we did go take like that marriage course. I'm like, "Wow, this is your fear, this is my fear. We're having the same fight over and over not realizing each other's like major fears and they're, they're triggers. They're they're highlighting because again, you don't if if you've had an affair or if you've contemplated an affair or if you've been on that, the edge, I can promise you, you have some work to do, right? Mm. You've got like, like you've talked about the mother wound or something. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, stop and pause for a second and say, who even really considers it? It can't end well. You, you know, there's, it can't end without, without wounds. Right? Right. Like, yeah, you, you can't come out of it clean. No. Like no. there's always someone that's in, that's going to have a major consequence. Well, more than one person. Yeah. For sure. So you're not, you're not, you're, it's all, you're just reacting you're not even paying attention to your own life. Really? Yeah. You're checked out.
0: Oh, it's like you're, you're, you a know, pimp, which you're means a you're just
1: literally trying to, to, you know, you do have a lot of work to do because you don't even, you're, you're you just don't even care about yourself. You're just totally dis, totally disconnected to yourself.
0: Totally. This is and- a new
1: way. This is a new distraction from being you.
0: Exactly. and And that's why, you know, you mentioning the steroids and mentioning those things, those are just masks to hide you know something? What you know? You know the identity, the true. You know because we're all looking for it, and so we start grabbing onto these masks. We start using coping things because we really just don't like ourselves. We've not. Accepted you're not accepting
1: our- yourself. Yeah, exactly. you're trying to figure out what will make you acceptable to those you want to be accepted by.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I'm so thankful that you came on today and shared this because I know there'll be a lot of people that will listen to this, and it's a bigger issue than you know people want to lead on. Because I know when we first came out with ours, it was like, people looked at us and it was so, you know, heavily judged upon. And we've we've seen it over the years, but then we've seen in the shadows, you know, people reaching out. and And the sad thing is until they can work on addressing this and addressing the issues that came to get them to this place, you know, you don't grow, you don't get to the place where we are getting now, where we can love ourselves and have this. Um, so I'm so thankful for coming on. And I know you'll be back again, right? This is not the end. Please promise me we won't be another 45 episodes.
1: No, then we'll do one tomorrow.
0: Woo! All right. You have it recorded here on here. So if you found value from this today, you guys, please promise me that you will share this on social media or share it, you know, privately with a friend. Like, you know, the whole point of us sharing this today is to truly help, like really help someone that right now maybe is in that low place. So share this on your social media, go find my husband, Eric underscore Ladine, And you know what, find his last post because he does not post on Instagram and just leave him a comment.
1: It's actually the last post on my Instagram is the promotion of your podcast.
0: Oh my gosh. Amazing. So see, you can go there to prove that you came and listened to this today. So thanks, honey, for coming on. Thank you. Okay. Another episode in the books. And I'll tell you what, I am loving this podcasting gig. I cannot thank you enough for all of the reviews, for the comments that you've been sending me. It gives me an idea of more of what you want to hear. And my one ask here is this. I would love it if you would screenshot this or hit the copy link and share this with people you think would benefit from hearing from me. It's the way I'm going to get my message out, my vision out, and I would so much appreciate it. I will continue to bring episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays with bonus ones on Saturdays with my husband, and I'm excited to share them with you.